Hello everyone. So this is episode four of Me, Myself and 40k. I am Robin and I'm here to talk to you about 40k Warhammer. Just a quick intro as usual. So this podcast I'm doing for myself for several reasons and I talk about one of my hobbies. So Warhammer 40k, the tabletop board game as it were. We've got several things on this week in particular focusing on Blood Angels. Now, I don't know a lot about Blood Angels, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'll learn a few things, you'll learn a few things, and it'll be great. I talk about that. I include a weekly topic, news, my story time, my lucrative sponsor, and then we go down to the bottom near the end, which is the quizzes with the misses. So wonderful and beautiful Amber into this podcast, and then we quiz her on Warhammer stuff, because she wants to learn. That's everything, so we'll get to it. Righty-ho, so the news for this week is... Blood Angels. Sangunian people, you are getting your Codex supplement in the forthcoming week. Or it could be out this week, actually, because obviously by the time this is out, it'll be a week later. So yeah. So Blood Angels, I know absolutely think about blood angels at all apart from they wear red and they kind of like blood and they can go kind of cuckoo when they uh get ragey get the rage on they look like they're gonna get very strong codex i believe from what i've read on again i read what i can read on the community news articles and also i refer back to my amazing ninth edition uh, space marine codex as it were obviously it'd just be the chapter tactic and the warlord traits and obviously they're getting a new warlord trait as well so from what i can see it looks to be pretty savage or savage in english right so first of all I'd like to go over all the extra bits and bobs which have been sort of leaked out. Not leaked out, but I've said by GW. So they'll get several upgrades to sort of how they fight. And it's all, it's basically all combat related. So I'm guessing as Blood Angels, Blood Angel players would know. So it's lots of like plus one attacks, plus, plus one uh, penetration for weapons, things like that. So I said something like the Black Rage, you can get... A, potentially get a plus three attack while in the assault doctrine which is pretty nice pretty nice add that to somebody like i don't know assault intercessors you're gonna be loaded full of so many attacks you you don't know what to deal with them certainly with oh vanguard vanguard uh veterans but then blood angels i don't think blood angels can take vanguard veteran i don't know but they have their own sort of Vanguard veteran, don't they? They've got the Death Company and they've got the uh, Sanguine Guard as well, from what I know. So, with all this including, if I go quickly look at my Codex, the Red Thirst, you add on to advanced rolls charges. Each time Modeler's tactic makes a melee attack. If Modeler's charge was charged with Plunder of Invention, add one to attack for wound rolls. Ooh! Basically, extra chance to charge or advance, you get extra attacks from all your crazy shit so savage echoes black rage and red rampage if you want to use a stratagem and then you can reroll wound rolls so pretty killy pretty killy indeed and if i move along to the wall of trait wall of trait wall of trait for the blood angels where are your bloodies blood angels speed off the patriarch at the start of fight phase the ward is within engagement range any enemy units it can fight first. Oh right, so basically 
you always get a hammer of wrath basically well not hammer wrath, but i mean you can still fight every first every turn yeah at the start of fight phase if this ward is within engagement range yeah so basically basically it's always like you've charged that's pretty cool actually that's pretty cool yeah because the other war traits artisan of war where you can pick something else another not a relic but another um, upgrade as it were so yeah i mean apart from that which you probably already know anyway from from the community article or if you've already seen things on youtube which i have because i looked at aspect tactics so a shout out to aspect tactics because he's got a good a review of everything throughout the week etc uh that's about it really however what i want to really talk about is all the goodies so goodies so the combat patrol box dice the cards and also you're gonna get company so they're gonna do that it looks like they've done this as people have already said already they could, looks like they're gonna do like a themed themed squad with each sort of like space moon release or something like that so obviously the Space Wars got their um, Hounds of Markai with Reavers, like specialised Reavers. And then the Blood Angels look like they're going to get Death Company Intercessors. So it'll be Intercessors and you can kit them out with Blood Angel Upgrade Kit. How do they, they bring out a new Blood Angel Upgrade Kit? Unless it's just going to have like the regular one in it. What have we got? So yeah, so first of all, go with the cards and dice, because they're the small ones first. Cards look exactly the same as any others, obviously themed around Blood Angels. Which is nice. And the dice, I have to say something about the dice, the dice look pretty nice. Black and the pips on the dice are actually all blood drops. They look really good. And obviously uh, you've got the, I think it's the skull and the uh, the blood drop with the wings. So obviously the blood angel, actual sigil on it as a six and a one. But I like the fact that every pip is like a blood drop. So that looks pretty cool. <laughs> so tempted to get one, but then I'm like, not a blood angel player. But then obviously, you know, uh, cards, I mean, they could be relevant. You don't need to buy them, but there's an extra £10, I guess. Or, but yeah, the, the cards are, you know, I mean, I'd like to get the Death Watch cards or whatever cards. So they're just a little bit extra. So you can just have all your little cards out instead of looking for your, your books to get for your strategies and, and sort of things. You can just have them all lined out instead. The dice look really nice. And then you're going to get your Combat Troll box, which... I've heard good and bad things about this because obviously it's what's in it. It's not really Blood Angel orientated. So you get a librarian, primaris librarian. It's all primaris stuff and it's a primaris librarian. Five five intercessors, five incursions or infiltrators. Uh, you get one of those new tanks. The is it a gladiator tank or a repulsor tank? And then you get the the, the suit, the meat mock suit, the, um, the victor's shoot, what it's called. They look pretty cool. I think the only thing that's really Blood Angel orientated is kind of the aggressors because they're kind of punchy, punchy, punchy. However, you could just wait for the big Christmas battle box to come out, which has got like a load more stuff in it. Like it's got Reavers and in, uh, Infiltrators slash, and then you've got a Captain of Phobos Armor. So I guess that could be more Blood Angel orientated because obviously they're sneaky and then they can get quite into combat quite quickly. Reavers, they want to they be in combat. And never anything get one of those suits again. The um, but yeah, I mean it's it's good. I mean I, I'm not a, like I said I'm not a Blood Angel player. I don't know anything about Blood Angels. I do know a little bit about the law. So about the whole thing about the Sanguinius uh, dying and then they they go into the rage and then they think they're Sanguinius or something like that and it's just kind of crazy. Uh, and obviously the Black Rage, obviously the Death Company, they went black instead and they they're not coming back from the uh, the rage and then they just basically fight until they die. 
but yeah, Blood Angels, they're a big, obviously a big chapter, one of the first founding chapters, so yeah, they are pretty cool. Yeah, and very bloody. I mean, I do have one Blood Angel in my Death Watch company, as it were, so yeah, he's pretty cool. So I do like them. However, that's really all I can really say this week about the news of the Blood Angels, as it were. I hope they do get a good Codex supplement, as it were, because like I said, I don't know any Blood Angel players, however, I... Blood Angels is a very well-known, and obviously lots of people play Blood Angels. And that's about it for the news. We'll go on to our lucrative sponsor. The Blood of Angels. A story narrated and written by Robin Wilson. Darkness. Darkness was a friend to Chaplin Lorenis. He liked darkness, because there was no right or wrong. Darkness was familiar to him. In his trance, he'd be sitting there on a dark floor in a dark room, and it would be peaceful. Yet, the darkness would be broken as blood would seep from nowhere on the floor, slowly making its way to Lorenus. And yet, as he looked the blood trailing its way slowly to him, it would stop and then make its way around an invisible barrier about three feet away from him, and it would trail round in a circle. Yet, as he saw the blood, his heart rate would increase. He would start to hyperventilate, rage, anger, all these emotions which he could easily nullify in his meditation would overcome him very slowly, but surely. Then his meditation would break. There was banging on the chaplain's door of his quarters. Enter, he would say. The door opened and a familiar face took him. Veteran Sergeant Artemis was there in his blood-red armour. His helmet was off, and his blonde cut hair of that of regimental standard. He looked upon his brother, an old face that he knew years ago as he saw him as the Emir recruit in the Blood Angels company. Chaplain Lorenus, are you ready? Your company awaits you. Your death company is ready. It took a moment of Chaplain Arenas to acknowledge him, but he stood from a kneel position, took his skull helmet, fixed it onto his armour, and turned to look at his friend. And in the vocal voice of his helmet, he addressed his friend and brother. Sergeant Artemis, thank you for letting me know. How are you, brother? You do not need to address me as Chaplain. We have fought many wars together. Sergeant Artemis looked at his friend. Even though he was an old friend of many years, he still addressed him appropriately. Chaplain Uranus, we are friends and brothers, but still I appalled the old literance and codex that I shall address you appropriately, my chaplain. Mm, you still much to learn, even as a veteran, Uranus said. As he picked up his crosinless arcanium and stepped forward, the sergeant walked outside and let the chaplain pass. As Chaplain Lorenus got outside, there was already a bustle of war around him. 
blood angels were marching with their sergeants, land speeders flying over top, and several dreadnoughts stomped around, waiting to be commanded where to go for support. It took a moment for the chaplain of Ennis. He got his grounds and walked over to his squad, who were being prepared. His death company. He was, after all, a death company chaplain. The stasis of each individual member was subsiding. Attendants and servants were handing them weapons, chainsaws, bolt pistols, and were affixing their jump packs to them. As Chaplain Uranus went over and stood before his death company, the finishing touches were made to their arms and armour. Each member stood to attention. Their black armour and red crosses are the colours of what the chaplain saw in his meditation and in his dreams every night, every time he meditated. The black of darkness and the red of blood. He upholed his weapon and said to the litigant of hate, and then addressed his members. My company, my death company, I can feel it in you. You smell blood of your enemies. You shall have it before you die. There, as he pointed towards the horizon, there they are. You shall have them. Now, with me, brothers, to death. As he turned around and pushed the button for his jump pack to ignite, several others did. He lifted up his signature weapon, the Cronius Arcanium, and shouted, Death to the enemy of the Imperium. Death for the angels. Blood for the angels. Okay, what are we talking about today? Well, this week, because it's of the Blood Angels, we're obviously going to talk something Blood Angel-y. Because, obviously, I know absolutely bugger all about the Blood Angels, I did some research just for this event. So, I think the first thing that really stuck out to me, and I think anybody else who would is a Blood Angel player or likes Blood Angels, or has a background, or knows a little bit about Blood Angels, or if is completely new to it, and then reads about Blood Angels, I think the first thing really different than any other Space Marine chapter is the factors of the two flaws, obviously being the Red Thirst and Black Rage. Now, I knew about the Red Thirst and the Black Rage, obviously, in the past, I, I, I knew about them, and I thought... The blood angels were just berserk killing machines and they, all they did was drink blood and stuff like that. But it's not the case. And I'm just going to go through what I think of it and what I my take off it is really. Because obviously I just thought the blood angels were just mindless killing machines. And then they, they succumb to this red thirst and this black rage. And then they just become crazy killing machines until they die. However, not the case. So the first flaw... Or the first sort of like, I, the way I see it is like stages. So it's the Red Thirst and it's the Black Rage. That's where I see it. So the Red Thirst is what they, what every Blood Angel has anyway. And they thirst for more blood of their enemies, basically. And they just kill, 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 kill. And obviously they make them very good melee or hand-to-hand -hand or assault, uh, assault combatants, as it were. And that's the case, obviously, in the rules for the Space Marine Codex, and obviously hopefully when the supplement comes out for the Blood Angels, that's what is deemed into their forces itself. Obviously what I've read on um, part one of the Space Marine Codex, and I'll reread it again if I have to, so I have it next to me. It basically shows that obviously they're better at charging, 
killing things, wounding things, getting more attacks. And that's really quite sad how I think it's almost like a very... I'm skipping ahead a bit a little bit, but what I was going to say was it, this kind of like the Red Thirst and the Black Rage and then them going into like the death companies and then just they want to die and then, you know, all the visions they see from Sanguinius, blah, 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 blah. It's quite sad. It's quite, it's quite a sad almost tale of fate for a blood angel. And it's kind of almost, without being too strange about it, it's almost poetic almost, I think, that, you know, a space marine, you know, it could even be like a captain or a librarian or a chaplain, very chaplains won't really succumb to the rage as much, but it's, it's quite, yeah, it's quite poetic. It's, it, it's, it's almost, almost fairy tale like, like, you know, the, the noble warrior succumbing to the curse or succumbing to the evil side and then, well, not evil, but something bad and then basically regretting what they've done and then obviously basically fighting until they die it, it's very it's very i don't know what else to say i keep saying keep repeating myself and saying it's poetic it's that's what it is really that's why i see it but then obviously we that so then we get to the black so that's kind of what i think about the red red first is obviously you know, they kill kill and obviously they want more killing and except and obviously then the next thing happens where it's the black rage where that's when you know shit goes down and this one it becomes interesting because it's almost like because obviously as everybody knows in the law and i'm sure people could tell me more but obviously i've just done my own research but obviously this takes over them and then they also become insane to the point where they just thirst for the blood of their enemies and they just want to kill everything that flaw coming out where they deem it the only cure of it is death now i read more about like mephisio mephisio mephiston i think his name the librarian obviously he got the black rage and then he died and then he got resurrected or we suppose he got resurrected and he's actually been cured of it blood angel player knows he's the only blood angel which has actually been able, been able to come away from the black rage now going to that going a little bit like you know ten thousand years back did sanguinius because obviously it's a flaw did sanguinius sanguinius ever show him having the red thirst of black rage i have to read the horace heresy books if i knew that but obviously he had lore in it and obviously, if anybody didn't know, Sanguinius is the Primarch of the Blood Angels. So he's like the daddy-o. He, he was how Blood Angels were made using his genes and gene seed to be, to be made into the Blood Angels who were now the sons of the Primarch, Sanguinius. I do like how whoever wrote about Blood Angels, how Black Rage almost embeds the emotions, uh, the, the emotions and the, the almost like visions of Sanguinius onto them. And then they think they're almost like, they almost like think they're sanguineous, <laughs> like right before the battle and certainly before the, certainly in their duel with Horus, Horus, the Chaos Space Marine, the first Chaos Space Marine, technically. And it's quite, yeah, it's really sad. I actually quite feel sorry for the Blood Angels, really, now. I thought they were just douchebags and they just kill everything. But now I think that they're, it's really quite sad. We're not getting too emotional into it, but that's, that's the kind of thing I see. And moving on from that, I just want to talk a little bit about like the, how that goes from like the two stages so red thirst and the blood rage and obviously when they succumb to the blood rage that's when they get put into their very pacific for blood angels their death companies so these death companies so basically almost like uh, the death watch they turn their they paint their armor black and they're almost like it's almost like a ceremonial sort of like <laughs> they're almost like their funeral armor they're, they're already putting on their funeral armor and going right next thing i'm gonna do is die so i might as well just wear the thing that i'm gonna die in so that's what I say. It's quite again. It's really, it's really sad. It's, and I don't really know how really to take it because it's like it's almost like these death companies are like, right, you're all crazy. You're gonna go and die now. Good luck. 
death cures you. Well done. And I think it's, yeah, really tragic. It really is. And the one thing I do like about it is that the death companies are all like led by a death company chaplain. Now I love chaplains. I mean, I mean, I like most HQs and I've always been in between like the librarian or HQ sort of choice, which is the best sort of thing. And obviously they both have their pros and their cons. I've always liked the chaplains because obviously they're like constantly recite their literants and, you know, the literants and their canicles and preach like, you know, the emperor and fortify their troops, etc. And I quite like that. And having a death company chaplain basically being almost like a sigil of light to guide the death companies to their glorious death. That's really cool, I think. That's really, really cool. To the point where I'm thinking of taking a death company chaplain into my Death Watch army. But obviously have him as, have him as a, a Death Watch a Death Watch chaplain with a jetpack. But obviously he'll be a good painting, like a death, almost like a showing like signs that he was a death company chaplain. And the model, the plastic model of it is pretty cool. So you have to admit that. So yeah, so these death companies, like they're just monsters, really. They're just not monsters, but they're almost like yeah, they just they just kill and just they just want they just want to kill everything, and they're just kind of like let loose. But the thing is, though, that I like about it is like they are just berserk killing machines led by their chaplains. That obviously kind of like the that guiding light. But the fact is that they're they're not deemed by other space marines. Well, certainly not the Blood Angels, but I don't know other space marines. But they're just deemed as like you know rightly. So they're not they're not like looked down upon. They're actually looked up to in good stead so they're not like oh you've you've succumbed to the black rage oh you're you know you're be- you know you're below you you're, you're weak they're actually looked up to and saying like oh you've succumbed to the black rage you're looking for a glorious death you know we honor that because obviously everyone's going to succumb to it at some time and you know you're doing it right now so i like that and that's very that's very close to heart to me because obviously i'm very aware that i'm always seen to be as looked down upon because i've failed lots of things but People tell me that I don't, but I've, I think I've failed a lot in life doing things. At the same point, it almost corresponds, like, people say, like, no, no, you actually, I mean, some people say they've looked up to me, and I'm it's quite, almost uh, quite emotional that people have looked up to me for certain things, and I'm trying to be, not trying to be too emotional about it, but, so yeah, I have, I like, I've just really recently read about this, and it's kind of funny how I've completely thought the opposite of the Blood Angels, and now I've <laughs> it's totally turned on my head, because as like I said, again, I thought they were blood rage idiots, and, you know, they didn't care about anything, but they're completely opposite. They're actually almost like the pinnacle of the hero, almost like the aspiring hero, failing hero sort of thing, and it's quite nice, actually. It's quite refreshing to actually really view these chapters and hopefully when obviously the more obviously when the, all the other supplement chapters come out i actually am really looking forward to reading about them and and their backgrounds because obviously i know very little for instance space walls i knew very little about space walls now i know a little bit more blood angels and obviously next will be the dark angels because obviously that's the next supplement coming out so hey ho well moving on from that obviously we're going to go next to the quizzes with the mezzes amber gonna join us and she's gonna learn about blood angels too so meet me there so as usual in the quiz i show amber several pictures and then she has to guess what they are if you already know what they are excellent otherwise if you're new to do uh, games workshop or warhammer 40k in particular maybe you want to google these beforehand so you know what i'm me and amber are looking at so for blood angels the first uh, squad will be a sanguinary, sanguinary guard. The second I will show her will be a death company, so just a squad of death company. And the third is the character, if I get this right, it's um, 
Mephiston, the Lord of Death. So and that's the Primaris one as well. So they're the ones, and we'll go move on to the quiz. All right, everyone. So this is the quizzes for the misses section. Again, we have Amber, a wondrous other here. Can I say hello, Amber? Hello. At one point, I think you can do one of these times, you're going to do just say, hello, Amber, and it'll be kind of funny. All that down. Yeah. Anyway, are you feeling lucky today? Always. Excellent. But you're going to have to be, because we're talking about Blood Angels chapter. So do you know anything about Blood Angel? The Blood Angel chapter? Nope. Do you want to know why? Why? Because you don't really know much about Blood Angels. No, I don't until I until <laughs> I until I started uh, researching them for this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to call the chapter they are? Red. Yep. That's Cause... pretty much how much I knew. <laughs> Great. Yep. So yeah, we'll start off with Blood Angels. So they were one of the first founding chapters. So one of the first chapters, main chapters, and yeah, so they're quite loyalist as it were but they don't really stick with like the astartes codexes so they're actually a little bit offhand with that sort of thing and i didn't realize they are actually quite they look after people like they're quite like if there's a civilian you know, like, like again like almost like the salamans and the space wolves as we know because mm. i thought it was the opposite i thought they didn't give a shit about people but they actually give a lot of shit about people like the like the little person that's like you know the, like the little people like they actually do give a shit about like civilians and stuff like that so yeah i didn't know that i thought they just didn't give a shit right so again we have three pictures for you and then we're going to see what you think of them and i'll give you three uh, names one of them could be right sorry one of them is right and the other two are either made up or something completely different mm -hmm. and then i'll give you a little bit a little bit of knowledge about them okay okay are we ready to go yep all right so you have the first picture there have a quick look at it so it's the entire squad not just one model okay all right so quite fancy aren't they yeah they don't look how i thought blood angels would look well i'll have to give you a hint that they're not all the blood angels so that's just like this is just like one like one squad in particular okay they have quite specialized squads in the blood angels they remind me of something else i've seen 40k Maybe Age of Sigma type of yeah. things. Yeah, they probably look like um, like Sigma Marines. So they probably yeah. look like um, yeah, they've got something similar, like big wings and stuff like that. I can't remember they're called. Yeah. So okay. are these a Sanguinary Guard, b Immortal Guard, or c the Angels of Death? Hmm. What's the first one? Sanguinary Guard. Sanguinary. So Sanguinary Guard, the Immortal Guard. Or the angels of death. I have no idea. However, this could be a trick, but I don't know what sang sang sanguinary guard is, and I don't think it's a word that's in your everyday vocab. Yeah, let's go with a. A. Yeah. So you think it could be sanguinary guard? Yeah. Or not the immortal guard or the angels of no. No. All right, I reveal that yes, they are. They are the Sanguinary Guard. So the Sanguinary Guard are an elite faction of the Blood Angels. So basically, like the veterans of the veterans, mm. best of the best, basically. And obviously, as you say, they look like angels. Fancy, um, shiny angels. Yes, and big swords. yeah, basically, they have either big swords or big axes. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're like two-handed power swords or two-handed power axes. They are. They were made in the first founding where. 
What's funny? You know what they remind me of? Go on. You know in Teletubbies, they have the sun. Yeah. They look like the baby face. That's <laughs> <laughs> what so they remind me of. I'm so sorry. Wow. All those, all those Blood Angel players out there, are you going to send in regard? Amber thinks they look like the Teletubby sun. <laughs> I'm sorry. Awesome. Anyway. Okay. So the Sanguinary Guard are actually were actually the guard or like the, the bodyguards of their Primarch. Unfortunately, he died. So they are formed to basically protect the Primarch. And when, so these are all like really veteran chosen people. They're like, and what they do is they, when they're chosen to be put forward as a sanguinary guard, they, they kind of like, they forget everything behind them. So they even forget their name and stuff like that. They, they get given a new name. Uh, and anything about them is forgotten, and they almost like uphold like the blood angel, basically everything. So they they're looked upon as an, almost like basically like angels, as it were. And the the weird thing is, is they were all killed. Like the first ones were all killed, but apart from one in the history, mm. and then he carried on to so like the blood angel legacy, and he became like the chosen. They give a name for the like the head sanguinary guard, I can't was called, and it's called a sanguinator. I think it's called. Okay. Anyway, yeah, so in the past 10,000 years before 40k, 30k, one was basically saved because he stayed behind and then he remade the Sanguinary Guard and kept it as almost like, it's almost like a, a traditional sort of thing to do. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that's the Sanguinary Guard. Cool. Yes. Question number two. So have a look at them. It's another squad. Okay, now these look more like what I thought, where they just look like every other space marine. <laughs> What do you mean? Every other space marine? They just look the same, sweetie. Just different, just different colours. Yep. Okay, go on then. All right, three names again. Are these the Death Company? Mm. Are they the Reapers of Blood, or are they the Company Damned? Oh, okay. I feel like the Blood one is either a yes or it's thrown in there to throw me off. I'll tell you again. Yeah, go on. All right. So, a are they the Death Company? the reapers of the blood or c are they the company of the damned oh they have more little like they look like blood droplets on them yep i'm going to go for we say again one more time one more time so death company Mm -hmm. reapers of the blood company of the damned i want to say reapers of the blood Mm -hmm. but I'm going to go for the last one. Company of the Damned. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Sure? Yep. Okay. And the answer is... They actually are the Death Company. Oh, that's a rubbish name. Yeah, it is a bit, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so the Death Company. So what these Blood Angels are from the Blood Angel lore is the Blood Angels suffer from two elements or two flaws in their genome, which is one, the Red Thirst, and the second is called the Black Rage. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I see these, and I, I've said this in my podcast already, like, I see them as stages, almost like a stage of, like, you know, like, stage one hits this way, stage one hits another way sort of thing. So the Thread Thirst means it's almost like a, almost like it makes you stronger, faster, wants you blood and stuff like that, it makes you, almost makes them, like, better at fighting, they said. However, if you become too bloody and too enraged in this, that's when the Black Rage hits. And that's when the Black Rage, when they become too sort of berserk and savage. And that's when they just basically just, all they want to do is basically hunt and seek out the blood of their enemies. And also what did happens is they almost start having visions from their Primarch. 
Okay. So what they do is they, because the Primarch died at the hands of Horus, the, the first traitor, basically, the other Primarch. And all the Blood Angels, when they get the red, red Thirst with Black Raid, they start having visions from their Primarch as if they were him. Mm. And they start going through almost like to the point of the, his death. And this is when the Black Rage gets too much for them. That's when they start, start, like, all they want to do is kill things. And all they want is the blood of their enemies. And that's all they seek and that's all they want. Okay. And then this is almost like a flaw for the Space Marines. And the Blood Angels see it as a, a weakness. And they, what they do is then they become the death company. So then if somebody come, um, goes to Black Rage, succumbs to Black Rage and Red Thirst, they get put into these death companies. Mm. And what they do is they black their armor out. It's like the Death Watch. However, they put like red crosses on it oh, to symbolize okay. the wounds of their Primarch suffered in the battle ahead. Yeah. Um, and all they want to do is basically almost like get their like sanity back from death. So basically, they just fight and fight and fight until they die, basically. And that's the only way they can kind of get their sanity back. Or they're almost, you know, like their, it's like their soul back sort of thing, you know, mm-hmm. something. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So the, the, the death comes are actually like elite, elite lists as well, so. Okay. So the last one. Fancy Man with a Cape. Fancy Man with a Cape, it is indeed. Okay. So he's obviously a character. Yeah. Okay. So. It's an awesome looking sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's actually he's actually a librarian. Okay. Yes. Does he like books? He does like books. He's got a book, book on him. Has he got a book on him? Oh, yeah, he's he got has. a book on him. Yep. Is he a Baal, Lord of the Angels, Sanguinius, Lord of the Blood, mm. or is he Fiston, Lord of Death? Have we defeated someone for Baal in Dark Souls? Maybe. I don't know. I'm I'm actually trying to question that myself. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm like, I don't know. Okay. I, I didn't know if that's where you got it from. No. Okay. Tell me again. I need to look okay. at him and think what he looks like. Baal, Lord of Angels, Sanguinius, Lord of Blood, and Mephiston, Lord of Death. I'm going with B or C, but I don't know which one. I think Lord of Blood's too obvious. I'm going to go with C, you know. C? Yeah. Mephiston, Lord of Death. Yeah. And the answer is... Ding! Correct. Yes. If you have not have noticed, Miss Fiston's actually a red we used to paint with. Oh, that's why I recognise it. I yeah. knew I recognised it. Yep. Oh. Yeah, it's the red you used for actually Blood Angels, actually. Right? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, Mephiston is quite a well-known character of Blood Angels. In that picture, he, that's where he's actually crossed over the Rubicarium, and he's now a Primaris. Mm. Now, the thing about Mephiston, he's a very big character in Blood Angels. Okay. And thing, the strange thing about him is, uh, he's kind of like a vampire, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, what's the like glowiness around his like forehead and eyes? It's because he's a librarian, so obviously oh, okay. it's a psychic power. Oh, okay. Well. So his sword's actually a four-sword. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I always think the Blood Angels look like vampires, but they do, they... they their floor is also they have like like you know space walls of like fangs and like mm. more hair and stuff. They normally blood angels look more pale and normally have they get they get like vampire fangs as well. Sorry, Mephiston is the only blood angel known to succumb to the red thirst and the black rage and then come back from it. Mm. What happened was he actually succumbed to the to the black rage and the red thirst and he actually, I think it seemed like a building collapsed on him. People thought he was actually dead. But in other accounts, 
he remembered his resurrection and he actually when he got resurrected he was actually cured of the black rage and the red thirst so he's the only only living member of the blood angel chapter who's ever survived and like been recovered from those mm. illnesses as it were smart so yeah so that's when it almost became like a thing where the only way to cover from the black raid is to die mm. okay. so he's very well known for that in particular and also he's a very well known in all blood angel sort of lore and obviously history as it were i don't know how old he is i mean he's, i'm, I'm presuming he's thousands of years old but i don't know how long he's been in the fight for mm. i don't think he was with there when the prime mark sort of like disappeared and shit but i i think he's been around for a pretty long time okay and also a librarian so he's kind of like you know psychically tuned and everything yeah yes cool yeah. well two out of three ain't bad yeah two out of three pretty good yeah, you've got the Sanguinary Guard and you've got Mephiston, mm-hmm. um, Lord of the Death. And I had to be really careful about it because if I didn't tell you too much about first one, Sanguinary yeah. Guard, I'd have given it away to the third one because actually Sanguinius is the Blood Angel's Primarch. Oh, okay. And so that's why they called the Sanguinary Guard, is they actually were the bodyguard of Sanguinius. Okay. And Sanguinius is obviously the patriarch who, who died fighting mm-hmm. Horus, as it were. So yeah, kind of threw that in as a span of nice. as it were. That's in questions or the quiz. Do you think you know more about Blood Angels? Well, yeah, because I knew nothing besides <laughs> that they existed and they were red. That's about it. Yeah. So you know that they've got several elite units and they got mm-hmm. they suffer from two flaws of their genome. Yeah. Which they have to fight against on a daily basis, and they have a cool, cool character called Mephiston. Yeah, it's pretty cool. He is a pretty cool character. I mean, I'd love to use that model, but it's just too... Mm. I think it's too gothic for me. <laughs> oh, I think it's pretty cool. It's but pretty cool. I think, so far, the only ones I'd probably go to is Space Wolves. <laughs> I still have the pictures on my phone, just yeah. in case. Yeah, now you've got them there, yeah. It's the Wolves, isn't it? Yeah, there's definitely yeah, just the Wolves. The wolves yeah. mm-hmm. wolves, space Wolves are pretty cool. Ne- I'll say next week, actually, in two weeks, we're going to be looking at either... Death Guard, or we might actually start looking at some Xenos instead. We might start looking at Drakari. Yeah. I might actually do Drakari because I've kind of done enough Space Marine stuff. So we kind switch of it up a bit. switch up a bit. I do like the Drakari because they are pretty. They just take drugs and do slaves and pirates. Well, they kind of get slaves and then they sell them or they kill them oh, or they, okay. they throw them into pits and like have animals fight them and shit. Yeah. Well, so, is Drakari Codex yeah. coming out? It should be the first one or the second one in the start of next year. There you go. Yeah. So 2021, it's, yeah, it's Takari and Dark Angels, if I believe rightly. Okay. Yeah, so we've got the Death Guard, and then that's, I think I don't know what else is coming out after that. I think it's straight to Takari and the Dark Angels, I think, unless they have some surprise and they bring out a, a surprise codex, I don't know. Another episode to an end. Another episode to an end, but not to a three year conclusion. Conclusion, that's the one. End, but not to conclusion. We've got lots to talk about. Yeah. Thank you for, again, coming on the show. And it's not a show, is it? It's just a podcast, really. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Talking shit now. Talking shit. Wrap it up. <laughs> Wrap it up quickly. So, anyway, thank you for uh, having a quiz with me again. I appreciate it. You're really very good. welcome. And uh, everyone else, yeah. Join us in two weeks for the next episode, episode five. Yay! Woo-hoo.
Bye.